0: This CityWire podcast is sponsored by Scottish Mortgage Investment Trust. Scottish Mortgage invests in some of the world's most promising and exceptional companies. From healthcare breakthroughs, to electric vehicles, to a green energy revolution, Scottish Mortgage takes stakes in businesses, shaping our future economy and society. As with any investment, capital is at risk.
1: Hello everyone and welcome to The Advice Show. From advising clients to practice management, this podcast will give you UK and global insights into the financial planning profession. I'm Chloe, a reporter at New Model Advisor and today we are at the CityWire Midlands Retreat um, where our delegates have been attending some great workshops um, to better understand how to reassess their portfolios in these turbulent times and where they've been able to explore different investment strategies. And today, for this episode of The Advice Show, we thought it would be great to hear the perspective of a few attendees on a question that has been probably on everyone's mind, which is Are we going back to the 1970s? There are some striking parallels with inflation, rising oil prices, and political upheaval. So today, I asked three people about their opinion on the topic um, and what the current landscape means for the threats and the opportunities that exist for us now in 2022. So, we will first hear from Vincent Mike Entergard from Aegon Asset Management, Leslie Chum from Chum Financial Management, and Stuart Edwards from Invesco. Here's what they had to say about whether or not we are indeed headed back to the 1970s.
0: Okay, in answer to the question, are we going back to the 1970s? No, I don't think we are um, going back to the 1970s. Um, I think there are Some things, particularly inflation, uh, the levels of inflation we are seeing, which um, uh, is why many people are wondering if we are going back to a period like the 1970s. But I think probably the main reason why I don't think we are is because central banks today and for the last 30 years have been very focused on fighting inflation in a way that they were not in the 1970s. So that's why I don't think we'll go back to the 70s. I mean, there is, of course, there was um, the oil price went up significantly in the 1970s. And that that was something that's something that we are seeing today as well. And so there are some similarities. But overall, um, I don't think we're going to see those levels of inflation sustained for as long as they were in the 1970s, in, in the current decade.
2: I remember being a child in the 1970s and queuing for bread, queuing for everything. Uh, and, and we're talking about long queues and people won't realise that in a country like the UK, that people were queuing for food. The last time that was happened was in the Second World War, mm. when there were shortages. So I remember, you know, my mom making her own bread we were having to really cut back on everything. And your parents tried to protect you, but you knew there was a problem. We knew about um, three day week working. We had um, blackouts. So there was no power for a number of days in a week. So these are the things I remember as a child. Um, and the, but the country was in a very bad state with regard to employment. Unemployment was rife. Um, the country was racked by very, very strong unions. So we were having strikes all the time. And these left a, a huge uh, impact on me. So if I compare then to now, although we have rumblings of problems with rail strikes, etc., I think we have <clears throat> a different type of ethos in the country and a different type of government. That he's going to find a solution to those problems. Um, and I do think that a lot of the problems we're having now are because we've had COVID, we've had Brexit, and now we've got a war that's affecting the whole of the world. and And I think that when certain elements of those start to ease off, the economic situation across, the right in the UK are, and across uh, the world will recover quite quickly.
3: My answer to, to that would be is that uh, policymakers are doing their very best not to go back to the nineteen seventies in terms of policy. Um, certainly, as it uh, as policy pertains to monetary policy. So, in the nineteen seventies, um, you know, we had some big big events, the, not least the oil crisis um, in the early seventies. You know that precipitated that period of high inflation and uh, very extreme macro, uh, you know volatility that, that we had in that period. Obviously, I wasn't well, I was born in 1970s. But I was a small boy at the time. Um, but the, the the policymakers made mistakes. The central bank, the U.S. central bank, made mistakes at the time. And I think today's um, the Federal Reserve, the U.S. Federal Reserve. Uh, we'll, uh, you know, be very mindful of those mistakes, and we'll want to try and avoid those uh, mistakes. And I think that's what we're seeing um, at the moment with this policy, this massive policy pivot that we've seen, um, you know, over the last few months, that has culminated in the, uh, you know, the uh, seventy-five basis points, the three-quarter point uh, interest rate rise that uh, we've we've had in the in the U.S. Um, so in in, in in effect it's policymakers trying to avoid the mistakes that were made in the past and there obviously are obvious, uh, there are obvious differences between now and the 1970s um, the modern economy is more services orientated and less industrial um, it's it's less unionized um, you know uh, so there's less union militancy I mean that may increase uh, in this environment but there are clear differences there. Economies these days are more flexible, less rigid um, than they were in the 1970s. And even though people talk now about deglobalization, we do live in a much more interconnected world, I think. So um, the possibility of returning back to 1970s, for the most part, I think is, um, you know, there are clear differences. Um, But there are, you know, one similarity is that the recessions that in the 1970s were caused by um, a big increase in uh, inflation, which had a massive bearing on consumer confidence, consumer sentiment. And there are similarities there, we're seeing it already today. We had this big fall in consumer confidence globally because of the rise in inflation and the impact that has on consumers' personal finances. So, you know, there is a similarity there, but that happened in the 1970s. And then it was followed by, at some later point, by a fall in business confidence as well. So, uh, recessionary risks uh, have risen um, uh, because of this big increase in inflation and the effect it's had on consumer confidence. So, there are similarities, but structurally, I think there are differences.
1: So, what about you, the listener? What do you think? Are we actually heading back to the 1970s or...? Not at all. If you'd like to get in contact with us about this episode, we are on Twitter at New Model Advisor, or feel free to get in contact with me directly. I'm at cmelli at citywire.co.uk. Um, thank you so much for listening and we will see you next week.
0: This CityWire podcast is sponsored by Scottish Mortgage Investment Trust. Scottish Mortgage invests in some of the world's most promising and exceptional companies. From healthcare breakthroughs, to electric vehicles, to a green energy revolution, Scottish Mortgage takes stakes in businesses, shaping our future economy and society. As with any investment, capital is at risk.